Hello and welcome to this pilot episode of Pep Talk, the Persuasive Evangelism podcast. Uh, I'm Andy Bannister and uh, my co-host and I, uh, Christy Mayer, every episode uh, we're going to be talking to a guest who's got something to share to help us think about how we can share and communicate uh, the message of Jesus in a sceptical age, an age full of questions. Christy, uh, great to be doing this show uh, with you. Who have we got lined up for this first episode of Pep Talk? We're joined with Johnny Somerville. Welcome, Johnny. Thank you so much. Great to be with you guys. Um, welcome. Welcome to the show. Now, we hear that you've produced a, a wonderful series that will serve the church and society. Could you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, well, we, we endeavour to do just that. It's called uh, the Nua Film Series. Nua is the Irish word for new. Uh, and we were looking to um, not create new theology, but to look at the big <laughs> questions uh, with a fresh perspective to help uh, engage with young people and young adults. I'm really encouraged to hear that there's no kind of new theology going on because that that sort of tends to go straight in the straight in the heresy file. So it's good to hear we're not. Yeah, that. <laughs> we 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 did our best to stay clear uh, as best we could. Yeah. So what are um you know as you've looked at people's kind of questions, Johnny? When we what are what are some of the the big ones that we're hearing from 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 young people? Well, I've been uh, I've been with Scripture Union since 2008, and I started with the uh, the school's outreach team, and that led us uh, to whole school groups. We would we would be we would be given uh, uh, like a hundred people for a day to work with them, um, and we would have like all sorts of faith talks. And we'd have all sorts of Q and As, and like time and time again, um, similar questions were coming up. And uh, I think at the start it was very daunting to try and engage with these questions, certainly when it came around evil and suffering, uh, the goodness of God. Um, and as you can imagine, when I started out 10 years ago, questions on the church, mm. you know, were, uh, were so common. Um, and then even even around like the, the just the historical nature of things, like um, I suppose I was taken aback by how much the credibility of Jesus is under attack, even his own historicity, uh, whether or not the scriptures can be trusted. Um, but I think ultimately the real thirst that we found is uh, is young people being inquisitive about Jesus and who he was. Is he trustworthy? Um, and as much as I love apologetics and want to engage the mind really uh, my heart is for people to be compelled uh, by the love and, uh, and person of Jesus. Hmm. That's wonderful. And I think one of the things that really struck me about some of your videos is just how you do that. And I noticed that you, you said in one of them, let's start with a question. Why did you why did you choose to set it up like that? Why are questions? Why are they so important? You know, some of them exercise probably about uh, eight or nine years ago and um it was a very simple question and we go away and think about it and write about it but it, it was simply why why do you think that you are a faith-filled person today mm. uh, and obviously the credit goes goes to god the holy spirit for drawing me to him um but as i was as i was thinking it through i i identified these key people in my life who had walked with me mm. um and as I thought more about those relationships, and it was used, it was usually with older people, maybe a couple of years, maybe sometimes even ten years older. These these were people that sat with me. Um, these were people that um, gave me the time of day and helped me walk through my own difficult questions. Um, and I was so struck when I reflected on their approach, how they weren't just giving quick answers. They were they were enabling me think through to think deeper uh, and 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 that really affected me and the reason why I was able to grow in my own faith was because these people had walked alongside me um, and so one of the reasons why I made Nua and why um, 
I, I suppose I wanted to bring this resource to the market is because I want to help um, people to give them the tools to walk with other people because you can't most things are a journey most things mm-hmm. are a process even our relationship with God even making that decision to trust God to trust Jesus it is a journey um, and I think we need to mm. I think be more uh, aware that things take time and uh, a resource like Nua I think will help start that journey start help these uh, really good conversations but not to see it as a means to an end but uh, a means to a beginning uh, to deeper friendships or deeper relationships or just being able to open people up mm-hmm. yeah I mean, but I love that whole um you know approach to, to to questions I mean not least I think that sometimes I think as Christians we have a reputation for being people who are not interested uh in questions right I often tell the story that I remember uh, a few years ago I was on holiday in a in the Lake District my wife and I became friends with an, with another couple across that week we're not Christians and over the course of the week we got to know each other they found out we we were and various conversations about faith. But on the last night over supper, the, the wife looked at my wife and I and she said, she said, I can't figure you guys out. She said, you're clearly into Jesus. And that's, you know, I can I can see that it comes through loud and clear. She said, but you're you're not crunchy. And I said, <laughs> what do you mean? She said, oh, you know, crunchy Christians. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a kind of cannibalistic breakfast cereal. And <laughs> The kind of people you just can't talk to because any topic, you know, results in sort of like people making and all noises and it becomes like, you know, tap dancing through a through a minefield. Mm. And I think it, it really saddened me, actually, as I reflected on that, that sometimes we've given the impression of being people who you can't talk to. And I wonder whether questions just break some of that down, that we show we are genuinely interested in others, even if we disagree. Yeah, I think as well we... Uh, I suppose need to be uh, it's the right word humble or just open enough to be okay to not have the greatest answer or yes. even to think mm-hmm. your answer is going to solve mm-hmm. everything if, if we start to change our thinking um, and allow ourselves to enter into a relationship like that or into a conversation not wanting to win it or not wanting to be the superior one in it either uh, mm-hmm. it can open itself up to uh, I suppose to a equal relationship you know a, a equal conversation uh, where there can be sharing and listening respect um that's to 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 nurture how to be a good conversationist takes time like i have been there i have been an 18 19 20 year old i have been an arrogant so and so i have been uh, caught up in my own superiority thinking that i knew better and it was it mostly brought about destructive conversations mm-hmm. they weren't wholesome they weren't helpful uh, and i think uh, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and him working through others has really helped me to become a much better conversationalist because it's not just the love of the truth that we love, but it's also the love of the person. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to alter how you then approach um, explaining the, the, the hope that you have. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Questions, they really serve the other person, don't they? And that's the other thing that really stood out to me, just having seen some of these videos, is how the whole setup of the, the series really serves those who are listening and watching it it's I mean how did you find creating these videos because they're so high quality such high quality they're engaging they're thoughtful they're creative you have moments where you can pause for discussion what kind of made you think that this was a good kind of forum kind of platform to be able to engage with these kind of big questions on faith and God well 
videos are, are so common and I, you know I don't know on average how many videos a young person will watch on a daily basis um, but I suppose we want to, we, we wanted to enter that sphere but to do so in a video that would cause a disruption to the day mm. um, not just one that would be passively watched but one that would make you stop and think mm. uh, and to dialogue with. Um, I think you know being from Ireland it's not often that we make resources of this quality. Uh, I think a lot of people were shocked even myself when we went to fundraise for this and when we were able to get the appropriate funds to do it well uh, and what that meant was I was able to get people around me with real skill um, you know like a really good director some really good co-writers uh, a great production team uh, an animator sure that everything that we did was to the best of our ability it was well thought out it was intentional um, like there's no way I could have done this alone this was a huge collaborative effort uh, and if anything I'm just the guy who brought people together um, to, I suppose, yeah, to create what we have today uh, in Newham. Mm. Do you know, as I listened to you say that, Johnny, and I too was you know, hugely Im- impressed watching Newham. One of the things I loved was like one of your opening shots was like a drone shot. Yeah. And I'm like, as a, as a drone pilot myself, <laughs> it was one of my hobbies, I was like, oh, that is so cool. I could have, should have thought of that. But very seriously, was that um, sometimes as as Christians, I think we have this slightly sort of odd relationship with the with the arts, especially mm. in you know more evangelical uh, end of you know the Christian community, where we sort of tend to be very content based, very word based. And I love the fact that you put serious effort into how this looks; that it looks good, the quality is good. Um, yeah, I just I just interested your thoughts on that on that really because I think that was one of the things that stood out for me that this this is a model in how we can do this well. Yeah, the the, the director Greg. From Hulse. He's a he's an Irish American author. He's an ex youth worker. He loves the arts. He loves creative communication. Um, where I might be more linear in my creative approach, where I might be more literal. He loves the abstract, uh, and to allow him uh, enter the process to bring his ideas, I think that's where some of the best bits of Nua are. Um, where it's not just yeah, I suppose the the linear line you kind of go on a journey to help people uh, maybe ask different questions or to see things from a slightly different perspective Uh, and so I've learned so much uh, from people like him Uh, because if it was just me if I was the director of NUA it probably wouldn't have that Mm. that creative edge. I gather as well from from talking earlier Johnny am I right in thinking not everybody involved in the production of this were were Christians right you had some some non-Christians yeah as part of the as part of the production team there was a bit of a mixture uh, the production team did have some old friends of mine yeah. uh, that had started this company uh, a really good company uh, and some um some of their colleagues would be of, yeah. of, of different descriptions so it was uh, it was really cool uh, particularly actually with one of the technicians and um, we had a great time I, I loved building a friendship with him uh, and just I suppose to be able to engage uh, on these topics as he was uh, he was the one hearing me all day long because he was the sound recordist uh, so he had no choice but to uh, to chew on the content that we were delivering to uh, to the camera that's excellent that's wonderful. How how can we actually um, access these resources, Johnny? If um, if we were just listening to this and we're like, wow, this sounds great. Where would we go? How could we get hold of this? Yeah, so the the newer film series, you can you can go to the newafilmseries.com or .org. Uh, it's just NUA is N-U-A film series. And um, I think, you know, going to that site, there's uh, lots of different ways in which you can get it through digital formats. Uh, it's all... I think as easily uh, accessible as as 
as it possibly can be but it, it really is eight videos as you say they're they're broken into three parts we also have a user guide to help uh, people facilitate NUA through uh, reflective activities um, small group questions and uh, that kind of thing uh, so it really is a a ready-to-go resource um, to I suppose give practitioners the confidence and uh, to start these mm. tough conversations with uh, with whoever they have the opportunity to work with that's great. I know, um, you know, as we uh, sit here and uh, and record this, Johnny, that you're, I think, even even the next few days, you're starting work on the next uh, the next kind of a uh, venture for uh, for Nua. Gather you want to be sort of taking the the material and aiming it as even younger audience. Yeah, we are we are daring the impossible to uh, try and make a film series that is engaging for eleven to fourteen year olds. It's a it's a tough market, but. Um, I suppose our research in Ireland has showed that the exit out of church kind of groups or places is in and around that age. Uh, and we'd love, I suppose, to engage with young people right there and then as they're making decisions. They're very formative years. Um, and so although NUA has been really successful, you could almost argue that it's it's too late for young people. And so we want to give practitioners uh, another version uh, a slightly different version to engage with a younger mm. audience to help them uh, make their own faith decisions. For people who are listening to this and, and being intrigued by this idea of exploring questions, using questions more in conversations, you know, if there's like one tip that you could give someone who's listening to this who would love to get better at, at more conversational evangelism but doesn't know how to begin, uh, okay, there's a newer film series, but what else would you say, perhaps even personally from your own journey that you've been on, and as you said, being perhaps an arrogant 20-year-old mm. through someone who's more open, you know, what's the kind of, how does someone start that, that process of, of, of using questions and conversation more in evangelism? Yeah, I think in my own life, um, I'm not sure which particular mentor that really instilled this in me, but uh, I, I've always tried to ask the second question. And so, um, when you're when you're chatting with someone and they might be they might be sharing, I think for most of us, our reaction is to share back, uh, or maybe to uh, throw in a story that we might relate to that but sometimes it's better to ask a second question on what someone has just shared in order to go to I suppose go deeper scratch beyond the surface uh, and you, you might actually find out uh, maybe what questions that they're they're really struggling with so I think is it in is it is it the apostle Peter who who tells us to listen twice speak once quoting probably yeah uh, I, sh I should have uh, looked that one up but somewhere in the scripture it could even be a proverb, uh, but it's it definitely encourages us to be uh, to be quicker to listen than to speak, uh, and I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Um, and we really need to be more uh, aware of how to truly invest in a conversation, and not just to come into that conversation with what we want to mm. say, uh, but just how much we can hear um, and and take it from there. So, like when when. When Peter's talking about always having the, you know, to be, have the reason for the hope that we have, he says that when we get those opportunities to do so with gentleness and respect, uh, and I think we need to spend more time um, working out what it means to be both gentle and respectful uh, as we're engaging with our friends and our family. Mm. That's great. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much, Johnny. I was just thinking as you're saying that, what kind of responses have you had to the newer series so far do you hear much about how people are engaging with it at the moment and how they're reflecting on it I think um I think back home particularly in our schools it's been really encouraging to hear feedback uh you know there's been a lot of 
uh, teachers, uh, religious education teachers, you know, who have um, very kindly said that it's the best resource they've come across in, in 20 years or, um, you mm. know, sometimes uh, teachers have shared that they've been shocked that the the the, the quieter ones in the class have, have been the most uh, outspoken uh, and just how it has ignited conversation in the classroom. Um, and it, even with youth ministry, both in Ireland, the UK, in the States, uh, it, it really has served to help young people, uh, I suppose, to be better equipped for sharing uh, their faith. And when I hear feedback like that, I just it, it really warms my heart um, mm-hmm. that new is being used in that way and is encouraging young people, because uh, that's ultimately what we want to be able to do is to encourage young people to grow in their faith, but also to own it and, and share it with confidence, but with respect. That's so good. That's fantastic, Johnny. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join us on the on on the show today. And uh, for those of you listening at home, really hope this has just made you think a little bit about perhaps some different perspectives, some different approaches on how we can and share our faith and engage with people's big questions. And uh, look out for future episodes of uh, a pep talk coming soon. Christy and I are going to take some different guests uh, each time, aren't we? And just really perhaps just be more effective communicators of uh, of, of the message of Jesus in today's age. Till next time, thank you for joining us on Pep Talk.